I left my failing business that resulted in thousands of dollars of debt and almost killed my passion for entrepreneurship to set out on a journey to build a business I could enjoy doing the rest of my life. I went all in to learn a new skill and found myself in the world of funnel marketing. Now I get to talk to entrepreneurs who are creating mass movements and empowering others. I don't know how I'll do it yet, but I know I want to join them. Follow me on my journey as I speak with top entrepreneurs to learn the strategies they are using to build their movements and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Susan Leonardson, and this is Amplify Your Impact. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of Amplify Your Impact. I have Michelle Marie joining us today, and she is the host and creator of the Put Your Passion to Work podcast and Profitable Coaching Academy. And as a mindset and business coach, she helps women find their passion and put it to work. And she also helps them to start a profitable coaching business in five hours a week. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. So tell us a little bit about you. And um, we were just talking before this interview started and you're a mom, you're actually working a nine to five job. You have the flexibility to work from home and you have this, this other business that you're running too. So that's really all amazing. And like, congratulations for making that work. Um, why don't you tell us like how you got into your, your um, business that we're going to be talking about today? Sure. Well, thank you so much for that intro, because I feel like I'm becoming a spokesperson for kind of having it all. And I think as women, we wear many hats and I'm a living example of that. And I love talking about kind of how I make it all work and that really overused and sometimes unliked word of balance. Um, so my journey started with coaching probably a year and a half ago. I'm just now entering my second year of my coaching business. And like you said, I do work a nine to five. I actually have a really nice, loving career as a network engineer. It can be stressful at times, but it allows me to work from home. And I've been with the same company for 18 years. So right out of high school. And it wasn't something that I necessarily wanted to give up. So I think a lot of what the online world says is accept acceptable in terms of starting a business. It's like one or the other. It's like quit your job and do the business and be an entrepreneur or just be a nine to fiver. And there really isn't much of anything else other than side hustling. And so what I like to consider my coaching business is a passion project. So I like to say I'm an engineer by trade, but a coach by heart. And I actually help other women who have this passion like me of helping others start their own coaching business. And I love talking about something in particular, which we'll go into as time goes on in this interview, but I really love discovery calls and so many coaches do not like discovery calls or they're scared or they feel like they need to close a sales call on a discovery or consult call. And it's just not that way. So part of what I do is help women do that personal growth journey. And then if they discover that they have that passion like me of helping others, there's probably a coach in you somewhere. And I like to help bring that out. I love that. It's, it's, I like that you're using the word passion and that you call your, your second job a passion project and that you're looking for people that have that passion to be able to help them bring that out and to fulfill on that. I think that's so important in especially like if you have this side thing that maybe you don't depend on it for income, but it's, 
it's completely about like your your genuineness in wanting to help people. Yeah, it's a game changer when you don't have to rely on your business in the beginning to bring in the income that's going to pay your bills. And so that's why I'm not a huge proponent of like, leave your nine to five and go all in with your business. Um, I can only teach the success that I've achieved and my success at this point in time hasn't allowed me to go full time with my coaching business. And so I would never want to persuade anyone to leave their nine to five as long as they're content with their nine to five. You don't have to be in love with it, but I also don't want you to absolutely hate it. If you hate it, that's a whole different conversation. But I work with women who like me, they have a degree or two. They necessarily maybe don't need the income, but they want to have extra income to pay down those student loans, to fund their kiddos college funds to go on extra vacations a year, et cetera. So that's really just a beautiful spot to be in when you're kind of mid-career. And I have that slight advantage of being able to be with the same company right out of high school, which is kind of unheard of for our generation. And so I think that's very much a part of my story and kind of why I get to do what I do. And I think there's a lot of us out there and it might not be 18 years, but five years, 10 years. And it's like, well, do I want to really walk away no. Okay. Well, let's do your passion project and let's see if coaching might be the thing for you. That's amazing. So let's shift gears a little bit and spend some time talking about what you have developed a process for. And that is like executing effective discovery calls. So let's talk about that for a little bit. Oh yeah. Awesome. The way that I decided and started to kind of go down this road of discovery calls or consult calls was that I noticed this problem with coaches who are peers of mine and then also the coaches that are clients and students of mine. And it was this really weird mindset about the discovery call process. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs who are coaches sort of identify as introverts. And I think that can almost be a, a block or inhibit you from really wanting to get on the call with, let's face it, a perfect stranger and kind of get them into your world and offer your services to them, especially when you're new and you don't have a lot of experience. You really do have to just get on the call, show up and be that confident coach that you know you can be and have a conversation. And so I developed this discovery call roadmap that really outlines in three simple steps what you can do to kind of speed up your no like trust factor and to also jump on a call with confidence and sort of how to build that rapport. So at the end, best case scenario, you have someone, and I've had this happen to me before, someone whipping out their credit card and being like, all right, where do I get signed up? That's like the culmination of what you want. doesn't always happen like that. And what I say is the magic is in the follow-up. And that's kind of what my roadmap goes through in addition to having swipe files and actual email templates with follow-up processes that you can use to get that person as a hopefully paid client for your products and services. Okay, so you actually have this roadmap and we're going to talk more about how people listening can go and get this, the, the full roadmap. Would it be okay if we just focused on one part of it and you give us a little bit of advice around that one part? Absolutely. I'm thinking, okay. Okay. I'm thinking that um, the no like trust factor might be a 
a, a hang up for a lot of people, right? Because like you said, oftentimes when we're getting on a call with someone, it's the first time that we're speaking to them. It's they're almost, sometimes it's like their first, maybe second interaction with us. Um, so how do we build up the, let's say the trust factor in a, in a discovery call? Sure, absolutely. So that kind of steps right into my first step on my discovery call roadmap, which is building rapport. And it's kind of like this mantra that I say, and I'm, I'm taking some of the verbiage right off the roadmap for your audience. So hopefully they will take advantage of getting the deal that I have too. So we need to go in with the right mindset, which is number one, loving discovery calls. What I like to consider discovery calls as they're like little gold mines. They're the chance to shine and really take advantage of this opportunity to lead, not sell, but lead your perfect person into your paid products or services. So first things first, make discovery calls your friends. If you go into it with reservations, be nervous that it's scary or that you dread them, um, you need to switch your mindset and know that they are exciting and beautiful opportunities to connect with someone who's interested in speaking with you to learn more about your offerings. So that's the first thing is remember that they booked time with you, the expert, and they might be just as nervous because this is the first time and you're kind of wondering like, is this going to be awkward and et cetera. So what I like to do is have three or four questionnaires in a type form that I can go ahead and kind of stalk them a little bit before I even get on the call. And what that's doing for me is giving me some ammo to build rapport with that person. So definitely check them out on social media, wherever they hang out and kind of see, oh, I see you're from the Midwest or, hey, oh my gosh, we're like two states away from each other. Or, hey, I see you're a mom of two boys. I have two kiddos too. Like that instantly kind of um, breaks the ice. So that for me is the first step in having a successful discovery call. That's awesome. And I, it's, it's a great reminder to even those of us that have been doing discovery calls and like we, they're like the, the, you know, lifeblood of our business. But I literally just had a conversation similar to this with my business coach, uh, last week where he was telling me the same thing. Cause I, I had switched what I was getting on calls, um, with people for. So like I have, you know, my agency where I was getting on calls and I got pretty comfortable with, with doing calls with people like bringing in clients, but then all of a sudden I was switching and bringing people into a program I'm creating. And so in my mind, I was like, oh my gosh, this is something I've never done before. And he's like, no, you do this already. Like he told me the exact same thing. He's like, you have to, um, think of it as, uh, an opportunity to meet someone and decide if they are right for your thing or not. You're not trying to like sell them on you necessarily. You're trying to like, it's more, more like an interview, if you will. Like you're trying to decide like, is this person right to bring into this? Um, is this person right to work with? And is this person someone that I want to become friends with? And I think like when I heard that, I was like, cause you know, when we work with clients and we bring people into our programs, we, they almost become our friends, right? Like, is this someone that I want to become a friend with? <laughs> so when I, I have that right mindset, I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. Like, this isn't a high pressure sales situation. Yeah, exactly. That's such good advice because a lot of the times, how do you know if that person inside of 15 or 30 minutes really is going to be your perfect person? And 
flipping the table, are you the perfect coach for that person? So first of all, you need to always lead with integrity and honesty. Can I really help this person with their needs right now? Not just to make the sale. And once you do the things that you just mentioned, what happens is it takes all the pressure off and then it really is just a conversation. It's not like, hey, we've been talking for 15 minutes. I want to wrap up. What do you think about working together? Let's do it. It doesn't always lead that way naturally, but it sure can when you start with building a rapport. And I think the second part of that is really knowing what questions do I need to ask when I get on the phone to make sure that I'm qualifying this person that they are a right fit to work with me as much as hopefully that person on the other end is doing the same thing to you. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And you have in your blueprint or sorry, in your roadmap, you have like the, all these questions and stuff laid out and you said that you have some templates. Is that right? Of, of things to help people get, get this process down and in place and, and implement it into their business. Yeah, absolutely. I have my entire follow-up process of what to say. And obviously you can tweak it to make your own, to make it your own. For me, the riches are in the follow-up. So it takes all the pressure off. And what I do at the end of the call is be like, Hey, if I'm really interested with working with that person, I will make that statement and say, Hey, I think I can really help you. I think we'd be a great fit. What is it okay if I email you, you know, a couple hours after this call, so you can kind of go through and see my process and kind of see the pricing and we can just follow up in a day or two and see how you're feeling at that moment. And they'll say, sure. Okay. I've never had someone say, no, I'm not interested in you emailing me (laughs) for more info. That never happens. So that really is where the magic is, is in the follow-up. And I think the second thing, and I'll give you guys real quick, the second step in my roadmap is having your I help statement. And I think this is something that is really talked about a lot. So everyone should already know how they help someone, but really you want to meet that person where they're at and know that you can help them. She just needs to know that you can help her. And you can say things like, and I have examples of this as well. Um, So the other thing you want to do is qualify that person and ask them, what are you struggling with? Or what's your goal? And why do you think you haven't reached that goal? That's where your bread and butter is that you can lead with in your I help statement. So you can say something like, Amy's going to say it. Let's, for example, I'm giving it, giving her a name. So you're on a call with Amy. I see that you booked a call with me today because you're feeling overwhelmed and you just don't where you just don't know where to start with your business. Tell me more about that. Then you stop and you listen. And then you might ask a follow-up question or two, and then you stop and then you listen. After that kind of story has come to its close, now it's your time to meet her where she's at. So you can say something like, you know what, Amy, I felt that way too, but it wasn't until I started prioritizing my time and getting really clear on my goals, breaking them up into small chunks that I finally stopped the overwhelmed feeling. That's why I created XYZ course, or that's what I work on in the first week with my clients. So you're starting to like plant the seed of your services or your products or your programs into the conversation naturally because you know her pain point and you know you have her medicine, so to speak. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's a great example. Thanks for giving us um, a real life like scenario of how, Mm -hmm. like, what what do I even say? Um, And how do we flip that around? Um, I had one more question. You were talking right before that, you're talking about the follow-up. 
and you said you gave us kind of your process and in, in sending an email a few hours after so i imagine that most calls go that way where you're you don't close the sale and you're going to do that follow like can i just send you this information would it be okay if i send you this information a few hours after so i'm my question is um, that's only what you do if you don't close the sale on the call. Like the goal initially is to close the sale on the call. And then that would look a little bit different after the call. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. So this depends on two things. So first, are you comfortable about talking about pricing? You need to be comfortable about saying my pen is blue. My program is 997 period. And we don't need to be apologetic about charging what we charge. And I want people to charge what they're worth and offer a premium to their clients. And so that's the first thing is getting really clear and just point blank about your pricing. And if you're not quite there yet, I totally get it. And that can be scary and it comes with practice. But that's why I think the follow-up sequence, which is step three on the roadmap, is so important because if you don't feel comfortable yet about talking about your pricing, that's where the immediate follow-up via email comes into play. And you can just simply put a link down for her to go look it up. If she's not already asking you, hey, I'm, I want to work with you. Where can I get signed up type of deal? And what that does is allows you time to come up with maybe with a sense of urgency. So like, hey, I know we spent, you know, 30 minutes talking today. Um, I can offer you a slight discount if you feel aligned to doing that. Or you can say, if you sign up before the end of the week with a deposit of $50 or whatever it is, we can get started when you're ready. I understand things are kind of crazy right now. You know, when would be a good start date for you? And it's kind of nice to get them excited about like, okay, after you get signed up, then the next thing we can do is schedule all our calls. For example, if you're doing one-on-ones, maybe you do like a 10 package session You'll say, we'll get all our calls lined up. You'll have your own Zoom link with me. You'll have your own Trello board with me or Voxer access, whatever it is that you offer. And you can start to get her excited and like picturing herself working with you without really being pushy or asking, do you want to work with me? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. That's great advice. And I like hearing the, the examples of how it would be. So Tell us, Michelle, where can people go to get the full discovery call roadmap? Because it sounds like you've just given a small little bit of what you have in there and there's so much more to go and get from there. And I would, me personally, I would love to have like the full follow-up sequence. So I'm definitely interested. So where can we go to get that? Oh, awesome. Well, you can go to putyourpassiontowork.com forward slash DCTW. I should probably rename that or get a bit.ly link, but <laughs> <laughs> I also have a freebie vault that you can go to. It's putyourpassiontowork.com forward slash freebie vault. And if you opt into any of the freebies, it leads you into this roadmap as well. I do have it on sale right now for your audience. So it's normally $47 and I'll have it hooked up so people can get it for over 50% off. Awesome. We'll put links to those things in the show notes. So if you guys aren't finding it, uh, you can go to those links, but if you just go to put your passion to work.com, I'm sure you can, well, it'll be there as well. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And so the name of it is discovery call roadmap, a guide to getting clients every time with no pushy sales tactics or awkward silences. And it also covers how to get discovery calls, the actual tools and platforms and software systems you need to have set up 
in place in order to kind of set the table so that you can open your house and get people ready to come in for the party that you've planned out, which is working with you. Great. So one more time to get the roadmap, it's putyourpassiontowork.com forward slash D-C-T-W. You got it. Michelle, Michelle, where, if people want to get in touch with you besides your website, where can people come and follow you? Where do you hang out the most? Yeah, I love hanging out on Insta. So same handle, put your passion to work. And let me know if you guys like this episode and let's be friends. Awesome. Thank you, Michelle, so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. This was a great conversation. Thank you for listening to this episode of Amplify Your Impact. If you're loving what you're hearing, please subscribe and leave a review to help others like you discover the show. Do you have a course or info product that you're trying to get out into the world and make an impact, but you're struggling to figure out how to do that? I know that it can be hard and that's why I want to get on a free call with you. So you can tell me your goals, what you're trying to accomplish, what message you're trying to get out there into the world and see if I can help you come up with a plan and really figure out how to sell what you have to offer to truly amplify your impact and empower others. To jump on that call with me, go to susanleonardson.com forward slash discover.